the public views a salesperson as a wolf. However, it just so happens that we're nice wolves who want to help you and not eat you. Do you know what I mean? You just don't know that yet. Welcome to the Disruptance Podcast. Here are your hosts, Eric Forney and Michael Bounds. All right, every week on the show, we aim to disrupt the way real estate agents and entrepreneurs think about their business and life. And this week, we want to disrupt the way you think about lead generation and scripts. And what we want to talk about today is how lead generation and especially how scripts are overplayed and tired. And yet everyone is still trying to teach scripting in our business. And today we want to disrupt why um, that's the 1990s of real estate lead conversion. And so who better to talk about that this week, Mike, than the great Dale Archdeacon. And, um, you know, everyone wants to know, Dale, why, why Mike and I are so cool and and so wildly successful. OK, actually, no one has probably ever said that. Uh, but, you know, the one person we credit that to is for you. Right. And so Mike and I actually were both coached um, by you um, and and definitely owe a lot of our uh, success uh, to you. So I guess we'll start with the the formal introduction of who is Dale Archdeacon. Yeah. No, actually, I'd love for you guys to just keep talking about how great I am. Can we do that for the first <laughs> 10 minutes or so? That'd be Shoot. awesome. Let's take the next 10 minutes, talk about how great your hair looks today. <laughs> and then we can talk about how well, great this whole thing. Are. I woke up like this. It was an accident. You know, That's right. Yeah, about it. Um, yeah, so I'm Dale Archdeacon. I'm the founder of Smart Inside Sales. Um, we're well known for our uh, scripting and dialogue training course called Conversion University. Uh, that, you know, is, is I, I, I like to say that it's a higher level of lead scripting dialogue conversation that we teach to agents and ISAs. And it was really born from running high level ISA departments where your ISAs, uh, you know, the companies are spending tens tens and tens of thousands of dollars on leads every single month lots of different marketing channels lots of different sources you've got a very expensive isa department made up of the only paid salespeople in a real estate company right with a space salary so they have to produce they have to convert at a high level in order to make all of that endeavor profitable i started out cold prospecting expired for sale by owners i was one of the top expired and for sale by owner listing agents in my market at the time and so being actually in the streets and the funny thing is the reason we're talking about old school scripting as we were joking in the green room is that when i was selling real estate i was in mike ferry coaching right i was in mike ferry coaching i did their scripts i did what they told me to do i said the things they told me to say and I didn't like the conversation. The lead usually didn't like the conversation, but I ended up selling real estate. So even if you do it in a way that's uncomfortable for everybody and is asked backwards to the way that anybody communicates with each other today, you can still make things happen. That's no, I'm not, I'm not bagging on their company. I'm saying they helped me be successful by teaching me a process. I then afterwards went and as I'm running and I'm teaching salespeople, I started giving what you what you discover as a top salesperson over time is that you depart from those kind of scripts. You depart from that formula. You start to understand how to have a natural conversation with people and how to get on the same side of the table with them, how to discover what they really want and give it to them, even though they're saying no to you right now about how you want to deliver it or who's going to deliver it or when you're going to deliver it. But if you can figure out what they really want at the end of the day, a top uh, salesperson, really experienced salesperson can have that, can massage that conversation there. 
So what I sought to do is take what the expert salesperson actually does and be able to condense it down to teach it to newer agents and ISAs or even teach it to experienced agents and ISAs who just hadn't learned that way before. So that that's where we developed Conversion University and my company, Smart Insight Sales. And so that's what we focus on. There's so much good stuff in there, Dale. Um, so when you said that basically that I'm going to I'm going to paraphrase this, that that sales scripts are awkward, right? Is everyone, especially new agents, always says how uncomfortable they feel um, paraphrasing, repeating, trying to use scripts. And yeah. and the biggest aversion that that I think that agents have in lead generating is how they sound or how they feel when they lead gen. So yeah. can you can you use your sales process and sales models for brand new agents or is that a 400 level course where new agents maybe don't have the base for it? Here's what we do. Uh, and this is something that we've discovered is, is we typically will teach, we, we do teach some scripting to newer people that don't have any experience, but we also teach them the, the, the concepts behind how do you have, what's the structure to a comfortable conversation? So we will teach them and we're pretty strict or not strict, but we're pretty uh, adamant about teaching you an intro. Here's how you enter a conversation on the phone. Here's how you carry, initiate or carry on a dialogue via text or email, right? Can we get some free coaching? How do I have, what's that free intro sound like? Absolutely. Okay. So here's a basic website registration script that we use. And this one has become common and we started this. And it sounds like this. And I'm going to use what I call a salutation um, before anybody jumps on me about it, which is like a, how are you? How's your day? Whatever. That's a salutation. So I'll do this, this with you real quick, Eric. Okay. Hello. Hello, Eric. This is Dale Archdeacon with Whatever Realty. How are you today? Uh, I'm doing great. Thank you. Great. Hey, it looks like you registered on my website to look at homes for sale. Are you planning on buying in the next few months or are you just window shopping at this point? Um, right now, we're just kind of window shopping. I just saw I just saw an ad and clicked on it with that one cool looking house. OK, great. Now, that was my intro script and I'll break it down for you. And I'll also give you a very simple question to ask here. Go ahead. Yeah, no, it's just like that's it's it's fascinating that there's a script to that right because yeah. that's the that's script. just a conversation to me <laughs> that's a conversation right. exactly <laughs> yeah here's here's what makes it a script i'll point out why it is a script we're very specific about i i use the same word that you use to answer the phone i mirror and matched you i used your name assumptively i told you who i was and then i used a salutation which is how's your day or whatever i said right that that's the pieces of script and then the script continues after you answered and that script was this is what you did this is why i'm calling you and this is what i want to know and i gave you two choices i gave you permission to tell me no or to tell me that you had plans to purchase which is what i want you to do right it's a decision tree. it's a decision yeah. tree. and then your script exactly. is just based on the yes or no answer it's it's a it's a great way to do it's the way I it's awesome. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So that's all scripting, right? Yeah. Um, and it sounds like a natural conversation. It's not weird. It's not uncomfortable. And it's straight to the point. There's no games. There's no dicking around. Hey, I know I'm a salesperson. We all know you don't want to talk to a salesperson. We all know I make this funny analogy and hopefully I don't get called out at any point. But like us salespeople are like cops. Nobody wants to talk to the cops until you need them. Right. Generally speaking. Yeah. Right. Uh, salespeople aren't bad. Cops aren't bad. But I generally don't talk to them unless I need their help. 
the same thing. So let's be straightforward. Hey, I know this is a sales situation and that's where key key part is. Do you want to say no to me? Because what salesperson who's trying to make me do something I don't want to do in their right mind would give me permission to tell them no up front. They don't. Yeah. You strip the energy out of the, um, yeah, like of trying to ladder up to yes. Right. By giving them the option to, to terminate the call early. If they don't take that opportunity now, they've already committed themselves to having the remainder of the conversation with you. Yeah. And even if they said, you notice that I said, or, or are you just window shopping? Right. Which is the no they want to give yep. you. And yep. you said, yeah, we're just window shopping. Here's it. That's not the end of the conversation, everybody. Of course. We just, we just, we, I just gave him the opportunity to say no. We got his rejection out of the way. And then the conversation continues on. And I'm going to ask a present tense question. If somebody says just window shopping and we give up like three options there when people need guidance. So one question might be, oh, great, Eric, do you currently live in the area or are you relocating here? Another option could be, got it, Eric. So do you currently own or are you renting? Another option could be, oh, okay, just window shopping. No problem, Eric. What neighborhoods are you interested in? These are three present tense questions that anyone can answer for you. And it continues your conversation on. Yeah, I love that. So I think there's a couple of things to unpack from that too. One of the mistakes that I see agents make especially is when they're prospecting is the name assumption part. It, it drives me insane and maybe I inherited that from you. But when when people ask who they're, if this is the person who owns the home at 123 Main Street, it drives me bananas because you immediately know that it's like a sleazy call that yeah. you don't want to say yes to, right? Right. They clearly identify themselves as being a salesperson who doesn't know who that person is. Absolutely. And you, you taught, you coached me this, you have, you have three, uh, three strikes against you. The first is you're getting a phone, again, a phone call from someone that you don't know. The second is that they don't recognize your voice. And then when you come in there and you don't know their name and you they are, they're going to hang up on you. So that is one trick that I have implemented and I still use to this day is be I'm assumptive when I'm making my phone calls. Oh, Absolutely. yeah. Look at it this way. I take this lesson from debt collectors. Do you think debt collectors ask if you're Eric? Every person no. they call is Eric. Hi, Eric. No, this is Susie. This is not Eric. No, you're Eric. You owe us money. Where's the money? Right. Yeah. I know it's you. Yeah. You got to prove to me it's not you. And what a mindset difference, though, for for the debt collector versus the real estate agent, right? Is if you if you took the you owe me money mindset as a real estate agent, <laughs> right. it, it it gives you such a different willingness to have that conversation. Yeah, nobody approaches it that way. Yeah, listen, I want to tell you another funny story. I don't watch sports. I don't give two shits about sports. I don't know anything yeah. about sports. I'm lucky. I recognize the difference between the balls in which you look like you play. might be one. You might have been like the sixth man on the NBA team or something. So that's just surprising. Go ahead. Really? That's crazy. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, but I appreciate that. Uh, so somehow my number, somebody must have been pissed at me during my years of prospecting, put my number in with one of those Vegas betting places. And so every like three months, I would get a phone call. Hey, Michael, blah, blah, blah. We got this line about the game, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, I don't gamble. They're like, yeah, right. All right, how much action do you want on it, right? And I'm like, no, really, I don't. And like, everybody says that. Okay, here's what I got for you, right? I'm like, oh my God, I can't get out of this. Like, these guys are like, if you could act that way, that assumptive, they're just like, yeah, yeah, okay. So I got this game versus these people, these people, right? Uh, and they just won't, they don't take no for answer. Like, they should be selling cars, but uh, 
So that kind of approach, right? Hyper assumptive makes a difference. So that's one, that's one thing though, I, I want to jump on too, though, is the idea of like not taking no. I, one of the, I think we probably agree um, is that the concept of like overcoming objections, right. Or like having like objection um, responses for people. I'm not a big, I'm not a personally a fan of them. Um, and I assume that you're not either. Tell me your, your philosophy on how to handle objections. So we, what we've discovered and, and, and you'll discover this if you think about it and then you talk to people is that when somebody says, I'm not going to do this, or I'm not going to do it this way, or I'm not going to do it at this time, or I'm not going to do it with this person. Those, that's basically all your objections fall into one of those categories, right? Or a mixture of them. What they're actually saying is they're saying yes to a different time, a different way, a different person, a, a, a different approach. So in objections, what we're, what I train people to do is you're hearing no, I want you in your conversation or your questions to figure out what they're actually saying yes to and see if you can give it to them, give that to them, right? Just in a different way or in a different time or by a different person or in a different manner. So that's where we look at objections differently from having like a paragraph where you make somebody wrong and you try to logic yeah. track them. So I, I wrote down like objections are misframed, yes. Exactly. Basically, you've just not given them the box to put their yes into. Yeah, and They're so then in that that something else, you don't know what it is or how it is or who it is. Even if that yes is waiting, right? Or yeah. even if that yes is not making a decision or the, the yes could be any number of, of things, right? And so yeah. how do I then figure out what box to put it in? Let me give you an example. Let's use one of the hardest things, one of the hardest objections to deal with. Um, and this isn't to condition everybody. So we, we have to understand condition versus objection. A condition yeah. is I have no money and a four credit score. That's a condition. Okay, we're not fixing that. Uh, but an objection is, hey, I'm going to list my property with my sister who just got her real estate license. Okay, so that's an objection. So when what we hear is, no, I'm not going to list my property with you, real estate person what they're actually saying yes to. So it's not a no, it's a yes. I'm saying yes, this person is saying yes to listing my property in a way that's gonna support my sister and I get to work with someone that I love and trust, right? That's what they're saying yes to. Okay, well, now I have to position it in a way that I can capture what they're, that I can give them, I can sell them what they're buying. They're buying, list my property, support my sister, work with somebody I love and trust. Right. So if I this is just off the cuff. And again, it's one of the most difficult objections that you'll run into. I would have to position it something like, hey, Michael, that makes perfect sense, man. We actually pride ourselves on partnering with other real estate agents in our market. And in fact, we're the only company here that really supports our competitors as they start their businesses. If I was able to partner with your sister so that she could be involved in the transaction, she could learn our ways of selling three to 400 homes a year and really jumpstart her career immediately. And we can all work together to help you net the most money possible and really take some stress off of her plate. Is that something you'd be interested in? Absolutely. Okay. Now, will you get a yes to that? I don't know. But yeah. when I I've say partner- it before and it works. It worked. Say it again. <laughs> Please, that was a great testimonial. Say it again. Uh, it has. I worked.
interesting, and the guy was really apprehensive because he had a friend that uh, was in real estate, was brand new, and I said, hey, um, I'll pay you. You know, I told him I'd, I'd bring him in. I also I'd partner with him, and he didn't join our brokerage, but I got the listing, and I paid him, you nice. know, a little spin off of it. So Yeah, a referral fee. It's simple, right? Yeah. But but Michael, if you had done what the traditional companies teach and you had said, hey, do you really want to risk the success of your sale on an untested real estate agent and potentially damage your friendship? What kind of answer do you think you would have gotten? Would you have gotten the listing doing it that way? No. Yeah. No, you wouldn't. Yeah. That's bullshit. That's what they teach. Yeah. That's what gets taught in standard crapology, right? Yeah. So it doesn't work that way. Figure out what that person's saying yes to sell them what they're buying and you're going to get much closer to that that yes that you're looking for so so in order to overcome that objection i i i define the yes right or or um or the inverse right is kind of what you teach is follow the no right and when you follow the no you get the yes um and then make and then i heard you say make them right yeah absolutely Nowhere in there did I say it was stupid that you wanted to work with a newly licensed person who is a, had a personal relationship to you, because that's not the way you're thinking. That's not the right way to go about it. You're right in what you're trying to do. All I'm doing is I'm trying to give you what you think you're already going to get and offer you more, better, cheaper, faster, easier on top. Love it. Is that the hardest objection to, over, to, to overcome the family I or say, I know a guy? Yeah, I would say that would be one of the hardest objections um to get to get any movement to get anything other than a no because a lot of times the answer that you're going to get to that no matter what is let me talk to them first yeah and that becomes an even that then you have to get real crafty right where you're like hey maybe before you talk to them you should be fully prepared with all the questions that they might have for you why don't we meet for 20 minutes first like tomorrow if you have time and then go talk to them and you two can make a decision right so I have to get a little more crafty and I got to be like, oh, no, don't call them yet. Right. You talk to me first. Um, yeah. So, yeah, that's one of the more difficult ones to deal with. Yeah. You've got to try to almost erode trust in order to get the yes for even for that meeting or for that appointment. I would imagine. Right. Yeah. Yeah. What else do agents struggle with from a conversion perspective other than just like picking up the phone and taking the action? Because we know that that's like step one. Right. So what, what else do you what else do you encounter that is one of the biggest hurdles for agents? Uh, I would say that when they first encounter resistance, like that first no that they get or that first objection, like getting the getting the balls up to stay in there and stay in that conversation and not run away. And then if they can do that and they can stay there, then they sort of go through a progression. I mean, obviously, unless they work with us, but they'll typically go through a progression where it's like, oh, I'm going to stay in the fight. And I'm just going to try to get you to say yes, in spite of your no, or I might close into the face of your no, even though I haven't changed any factors of the conversation, or I'm going to try to just pitch you immediately into your no. And again, I haven't changed any factors of the conversation until they grow to a point where they start, you know, people will do the techniques that we teach, but usually they've been selling for 10 or 15 or 20 years before they discover those things naturally. We take those things that those high-level salespeople do naturally. We turn them into a teachable thing that cuts, that shaves the learning curve off for agents. How long is that learning curve? Because what I heard you say is you have to unwind your like 10 to 15-year programming of doing it inefficient. 
Um, and the same thing maybe with an agent who's newer, they've got to learn the like foundation. Um, how long to, to achieve Dale Archdeacon level of mastery? Uh, usually within about a year of working with us. So there, there's some quick things. They get some quick wins like that. The script we started working with, people can emulate that in one session, uh, right? They can parrot it back to you in one session, but you won't hear them perfect it in their real conversations with people until you've practiced it a few times with them. And then you've made them listen to their conversation. Uh, then you start to see it creep in and they can get the intro. And then there's the meat of your conversation, the discovery, who, where, when, why, what, and how much. And then you get to a point where you can now start handling objections and unpacking them. So people, people progress quickly, but I would say after about a year of working with us, you can emulate or mimic back to us those concepts that you showed on that poster that I give people. Yeah. Um, it takes about that long for, for you to hear it inside their conversations with real people. Hey, I have a question for you. I know one of the things that um, that really helped me going through uh, being coached by you is the energy. It's, it's a, this is a contact sport. So the, the more contacts you have, the more likely you, likely you are to get to the ultimate goal. But ultimately getting those contacts takes energy out of you. The scripts, for lack of a word, the way, the technique, the way you do, the way that you make these phone calls helped me with that, helped me conserve that energy because it's more, it's more of a conversation versus having a script, you're trying to overcome objections, you're trying to sell everybody. So tell me, is that, is that the key or how, do, does other agents, are they getting those results as well? Why you hold yeah. out on great advice with like that too, by the way, Dale, like that's really good. And like, but I, I, yeah, that's, that's, that's really good. Is all of the weight of trying to like hit the outcome of that script goes away it's, to your point, Mike. I love it. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, absolutely. The energy that you're talking about, Michael, is when we shift our perspective from trying to win or trying to uh, be right uh, and the other person is wrong but we shift it into the, into the perspective of, I can't wait to talk to the next person to figure out what problem they're working on solving and how they've solved it inefficiently or ineffectively and how I can do it better for them, right? But in order to do that, I gotta find out who you are, how you think, what you're trying to get to and how you're trying to get there, right? It's just problem solving. So it takes it from adversarial to you working on these fun puzzles with wild and crazy people out in the world. Dude, that is super zen of you, Dale. I didn't realize how empathetic and and zen-like you were and and your and your conversion approach. Because really, what I heard you say is like you're taking the perspective of like, hey, my job is actually just to like be a steward of the public. I right? am mm -hmm. actually just calling to help help serve you in this conversation, not yeah. to actually get from my initial point of the script to my desired outcome. You have a yeah. desired outcome, but it, but there's no weight attachment to where the conversation goes. Here's what I've been able to do is help people. You know, those really like empathetic people. And I think a lot of women uh, tend to be this way um, where they're like, they really want to help people, but they look at interruption marketing or interruption sales, like what they're doing, where they call a lead who doesn't expect it, or they have to follow up with somebody who said they didn't want to be followed up on 
as negative, as a negative impact, right? As like, this is the opposite of what they want to do. They want somebody to come to them and say, I need your help looking at houses, or I need your help understanding this. And that's fantastic when it happens, but you're gonna pay three to $400 per name to make that happen, right? And you're still gonna to have to have some sales skills. So to be able to take those people who are highly empathetic and do not want to interrupt people, I use an analogy. I, I tell them that they have to imagine that they are an emergency room nurse, okay? You work the ER as a nurse. When people come stumbling in the door, bleeding from some orifice or some uh, puncture wound or whatever it is, you have to ask them questions. Do they wanna answer your goddamn questions or do they wanna be fixed? They don't wanna answer any questions right now, okay? But you know you have to answer, ask them questions or you're gonna screw up their care and they're gonna die, okay? So when you talk to these strangers, who say they don't want to talk to you, who act like they're annoyed that you're speaking to them, you're that emergency room nurse, you're ultimately there to help them, but you're going to have to put them through a little segment that they're unhappy about, okay? Now go pick up the phone and make it happen. And it works for them. Yeah. Yeah. Because so, you... I, I'm sorry, Eric. I mean, go for it, like, so from the perspective, when I'm making phone calls, I'm just trying to decide who, who wants their blessing. Buying a house is for someone is a blessing, right? So I'm just yeah. calling and I'm just trying to identify who wants their blessing. That's all. And so yeah. I'm able to pick up phone calls even or make pick up the phone and, and have phone calls because just think I just left a closing. The people were really excited at that closing and they were really happy. They were sellers and they made a lot of money. And if I wouldn't have picked that phone up a couple of months ago, they would not have had that blessing. Yeah. What, what people have to understand is, yes, the public views a salesperson as a wolf. However, it just so happens that we're nice wolves who want to help you and not eat you. Do you know what I mean? You just don't know that yet. You know, it makes me think, though, too, Dale, that, um, that, that really like a process or this conversation framework and dynamic also works when real estate agents are trying to recruit and grow their, their team and their business. That... Um, Talk to me about how somebody could apply that in conversation in agent to agent dynamic. Oh yeah, man. So agents are absolute growing your team. Recruiting is the same thing as lead generation. Absolutely the same thing. There is no difference. You need to have a farm. You need to water your farm and touch on your farm and love your farm. And generally speaking, your cold calls are not going to be well entertained or received. Um, and so that's one way of doing it. But if you can do the farming and the relationship building and you can bring value to people over time, they will come to you. And as you become more, more and more successful, more business, i.e. more agents will gravitate toward you naturally. It, 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 is a, it is a universal law of nature. It works the same as business. It's the same, and sellers as well. Um, if you get, all you have to do, you can find that you, buyers you can identify a farm and, and and you can lead gen to sellers and then you can also if you're trying to build your team and grow you can do the exact same thing the agents what's a script yeah. give me an example of you know a script if somebody wants to build their team what, what would your just a little snippet the intro how would you make that call well let me ask you what the scenario is are am i cold calling somebody out of the blue in my industry who doesn't know who i am or set it set it up for me you're cold calling uh, you're, uh, somebody in your office um, 
says, hey, give this, I just did a co-op deal with this real estate agent, um, and I would really like to get in business with them. Okay, great. So there's no script to it. It would probably sound like ring, ring, Michael. <laughs> hey, this is Mike. Hey, hello, how are you? Uh, well, actually, let's do it. So I'm going to call you. You're a real estate agent in your market. Okay. Ring, 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 Michael. Hello? Hello, Michael. This is Dale Archdeacon with Whatever Realty. How are you? Uh, I'm doing great, man. I'm, I'm really busy. I'm about to walk into an appointment. Oh, absolutely. No problem. That's fantastic. I heard you're killing it out there. And in fact, I heard such a raving review from my teammate so-and-so that I wanted to personally call you and tell you that I really appreciate professionals like you in our industry and you're raising, you're raising our profession as a whole. So thank you for doing a great job with them on that deal over on whatever street. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, absolutely, man. By the way, we're absolutely always looking for talent, special talent like you. If you would ever be interested in having a conversation to see if my company might be able to help you achieve and surpass your own goals, I'd love to talk with you about that. Awesome. Uh, well, I'm not really uh, looking right now, but I really appreciate the phone call. I Absolutely. That. No problem. Here's one other thing that I do. I do like to have a coffee with other people, other real good high players in my market, just so that we can collaborate and share best practices. Maybe I can give you some things that we do at my company. I can learn some things from you. Would you be willing to meet, say, Wednesday or Thursday next week for, for a love quick it. coffee for 15 sure. minutes? Yeah, I love it. Love okay. It. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's a, it, I, I made an the same ask. thing. Same thing, right? Come from, listen, I'm going to blow some sunshine up your ass uh, and make you feel really good. Um, you were you know, so good at that, too, by the way. What's that, Eric? You're so great at blowing sunshine up, up the ass. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you, I hope you have that on your business card. <laughs> Head sunshine, dude. Um, <laughs> But listen, everyone, it, how, when's the last time you could get mad at somebody who told you how fantastic you were? Yeah. It doesn't happen, right? Yeah. So lead with that. Even if you can't stand this person, believe me, they will automatically like you. Um, and be genuine. I'm not like lying or anything. I, I'm playing the role. I, I'm imagining that that's what actually happened, that my agent said this person was a great agent and that they did a great job on the other side. And so I went with it, man, like people want, they want that. And I made the quick pitch. Hey, I want to see if I can help you take your, you know, achieve and surpass your goals. And he said, not right now. Perfectly fine, man. That's, that's like circle prospecting, right? The 99 people that you call to ask, Hey, do you want to sell your house? Are going to say not right now, right? That's what they're going to say. So just know that that's going to happen. No problem. But I'm going to make a connection with this guy. See if I can bring value to him because he's in my farm. He doesn't know this, but he's in my farm and I'm going to stay in front of this guy and I'm going to keep impressing him with my company with value until he says, hmm, I think I'd like to row on that ship as well. So, Dale, you, so anyone who's listening um, who is interested in learning more about what you do, um, which is, you know, take average real estate um lead generation and conversion and and really make it ninja 400 level skill set right um or the the person who's looking to grow their team and wants to figure out how to scale lead generation and lead conversion for their team you have conversion you you have coaching tell me about everything that you offer as part of your lead conversion empire 
Yeah, so we focus on either the agent and ISA level <clears throat> with their scripting sales training uh, foundational stuff, like foundational and high level uh, sales skills for the agents and ISAs. We also then focus on leadership because if you don't have strong leadership, accountability and structure, you aren't going to have highly productive agents or ISAs. And so we help teams scale and organize and, you know, uh, improve the accountability and production of their teams so that they can scale and they can achieve what they want, even to the point where they can uh, get out of production, which is what a lot of our clients are focused on doing. Having a company that can produce 200, 300, four, half a million dollars in income, a million dollars in income without the team leader having to open the doors or go on the listing appointments. And so they can do that with your company a myriad of different ways, right? So you tell me about everything that you guys do so that right, so that everyone can understand on the listener side what different options are available to them. Because maybe they're a brand new agent and they're not ready for one-on-ones with you. Or um, you know, maybe they're at that leadership level. What all are the kind of tiering and, and different value sure. props? So under Conversion University, which is scripting, dialogue, training, most of the stuff that we're talking about here, that's like uh, a have, scalable package that, that a team leader implements for their entire team or for themselves even. Yes, absolutely. So you can be an individual and come to us. We have a group environment that will teach you conversion, you doing live training with a specialist just like this, listening to your calls, role playing with you in a group environment as a one person, two persons. So that's great for like your individual agent or a small team where there's a couple of agents or even you've just hired your first ISA or whatever it is, you put them into group. Or we have a team or brokerage uh, version where you can have a dedicated trainer that teaches these concepts and these techniques to your team. And that's generally better for like a four person team up to like a 15 to 20 person team. Beyond that, we can still have a dedicated trainer. It's just that the format changes a little bit because you can't be as high touch as we are with that many people. So that's conversion use scripting dialogue. We've got group. Uh, and then we've got dedicated trainer. And then on the business scaling, uh, I missed the ISA part. If you want to hire an ISA into your company or you've hired an ISA and you can't figure out why they're not productive, or uh, if you have done it and wasted a lot of money at it and you want some real help, we can help you specifically hire and train ISAs to support your sales team. Uh, and you can scale that too. So we do that in a dedicated environment as well. Then we have business consulting. So if you're a team leader and you're doing well, you know, you've got a, a reasonably profitable team, or even if you're breaking even and you want to get to maximum profitability, you want to scale, you want to, you want to be able to scale yourself out of production. That would be a consult. You know, we would be doing consultation with myself and with other um, people in our industry who have done it and, and are doing it currently. So those are the three different levels uh, really that people can come to us for. I love that. So really it's, it's um, regardless of where someone is experienced biased, you've got an offering for them, but it's not the tired played out real estate coaching that you get in a box, right? It's not the like um, the fast food of real estate agent coaching. It's no, highly specific on fundamental skill sets that drive tons of revenue. I yes. see there's a lot of candy out there. You, your service stakes. Like what you yeah. do is really like meat to the bones. It's good. Yes. Let me tell you, this is the way that we work. It's my philosophy that if you can get your sales training and your lead con generation and conversion down, 
to a, a really highly profitable level or, or consistent level, and you can get enough people recruited in and into those systems, you can be out of production and you can hit all of your goals and everything else can suck, right? As long as your lead gen, lead conversion, and your, your uh, support for your uh, clients is there and you have a positive culture with your team, you can achieve what you want to achieve. Can I help? Am I the expert at how to structure your assistance uh, day? No, right? Uh, admin side, whatever, right? Bookkeepers, I can help you make sure that you have a PL and I can show you whether or not you're profitable or lead you there. Um, but there's a, a lot of other soft stuff that we don't get into. If you can get the sales, conversion, and support down, you, you will have a profitable company. Dale, I think if, if I could be a spokesmodel, um for the Dale Archdeacon School of Hard Knocks. I think when you and I started coaching, uh, I think I was at like uh, 120 or so closings, um, you know, and we're we're looking at like pace wise, we should hit 650 next year. And nice. um, that's beautiful. You know, and we, I think when we coached the, a couple of years together, I, I think we at least two X, if, if not, maybe a little more, maybe it was yeah, three. Yeah, at least at least doubled your production over yeah. while we worked together. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you kept That's the wheels, it. you kept the wheels on the car. Um, <laughs> you know, it was, a, it was, I mean, truly like it was the first time that I had really had to have any leadership um, role in, in real estate. And so there was a lot of need to have um, coaching on a weekly basis from a, from a leadership perspective, from a systems and operations perspective, and then try to duplicate what I did. Right. Just cause yeah. You know, I've, I've been in your camp all along in that. I don't think that real estate agents should have scripts and and should have, you know, these fancy, slick presentations. I think it's all a conversation and needs analysis like we've talked about. And and so being able to figure out how to duplicate that, I think I'd still be trying to figure that out if we didn't coach together. I appreciate that, man. Yeah, you, you could sell the pants off of anybody when I met you. Um, but being able to attract, train support and 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 help other people to do the same like teach them what you do is a really hard thing to do it it you know i i some of the best salespeople that i've ever worked for could could outsell me by three or five times right because i'm not the world's best salesperson but i am one of the world's best trainers and i can teach other people which is a, is a different skill set yeah and if you want to take your business, if you're a $10 million producer or $5 million producer by yourself, do you want to go to 20 million, 30 million? All you have to do is multiply yourself and taking that and multiplying yourself while you're still in production is the, is really a challenge. And so you give so much clarity around um, and you're able to take steps. So again, we were, co I had a short amount of time, but you gave me so much clarity in that amount of time that I wasn't, I don't know where I would be either. So kudos to yeah. you on that. You're also an amazing salesperson and being able to translate that to other people is just the difficult part, right? Teaching, teaching you, Michael, how to, how to give boundaries and give structure to the other people around you so that you can achieve your goals is what we worked on. 
And I, I think we could talk for days. This is a topic that I know the three of us um, are passionate about, right? Is this improving the professionalism, the sales skills, and and really the fundamentals of of leveling up what a real estate agent does. I know we talk about it uh, way longer than just this this podcast, but I want to be mindful of everyone's time. So where where can someone find out more info about you, Dale? Very easy to find. So our website is smartinsidesales.com. I'm Dale at smartinsidesales.com. And if you if you have Facebook, you can find us easily. If you have YouTube, you can find us easily. Um, my name is kind of you know out of the ordinary. So all you have to do is Google my name or find you know you can email me. Find us on social. Follow us. We put we pump out a ton of content. Um, I have a podcast called Cash Call uh, that that I do in the Lab Code Agents um, uh, group where my co-host and I are literally like playing real conversations from salespeople and breaking them down live for listeners to check out. So pretty easy to find. Dude, I think uh, Lauren listens more to your to you on podcasts and on your cash calls than she listens to me in my podcast. But um, <laughs> Listen, no my, my wife follows other people. My wife doesn't do anything I say, man. Like, that doesn't even happen. Yeah. Yeah, yeah she'll be I know you. Of what I say just yeah. because I said it. So yeah, she's in real estate that. too. I just, yeah. <laughs> just said that exact same thing. Didn't you just hear me? That's what, that's what team leaders say when they bring me in, right? First couple training sessions, they're like, God damn it, I tell them that every single week. All of a sudden, you have they have an epiphany now because you said it. It's just because it's somebody else. All right, Dale, man, you're the man. Uh, so everyone go and uh, look for Dale and his training. He's easy to find and uh, tons of amazing content on, on leveling up your business, smartinsidesales.com.